Oh man, I'm glad I didn't drop that plan. Live! <laughs> what up, ladies and gents? <laughs> Happy Friday! It actually, would have been funny if that plan fell, but that hey. uh, would have been like perfect, you know, comedic timing, I guess. But exactly, let's get the show started. Hit, let's the intro. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros! What up, <laughs> ladies and gents? Dude, I am uh, super pumped. We get to have some fun today on the program. Just you and I. It's been yeah. quite some time since we had a you and me sesh. It has. It has been a while. But uh, I want to start off really quickly by saying happy Juneteenth. All happy right? Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. I am among the many that has not given this holiday the significance that it deserves. But I'm happy to see that this country is moving in a positive direction. I think it's for the betterment of all, personally. Dude, the first time I got introduced to Juneteenth uh, was when we were doing work on the house. So I had uh, I had a couple guys that were doing all the like landscape stuff, uh-huh. and uh, he came up to me. He's like, "Look, he's like, I, I, we've been doing all this stuff. We got a lot done, but tomorrow's Juneteenth, and we don't work on Juneteenth. And so I'll see you again on on Monday or whatever it was." I was like, "Juneteenth? What the hell are you talking about?" He's like, "You never heard of Juneteenth?" I was like, "No." And so he like educated me that time, and ever since wow. then, it's been almost three years now. Like I, I'm aware of what Juneteenth is, uh, so I'm surprised. Isn't it that, crazy, dude? It's crazy. So, I mean, you want to share with everybody? I mean, it was like, I think, 1865. 1865, I believe that is correct. Uh, I mean, and it, it was years after the Emancipation Proclamation, but this was uh, in Texas where slaves were still being held. Well, he, and here's freed the thing. themselves. I mean, you 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 help me out. I could Google it, but so yeah, yeah. I mean, you Google it to fact check me here in a second, but while, yeah. while, while while I'm talking. But basically, what happens is uh, Lincoln Lincoln passes the Emancipation Proclamation, which says basically, you know, it's not property. These are people, right? right. You can't have slaves. And uh, and then what happens is it doesn't get around very far. What's up, Alberto? It doesn't get around very far because. First of all, it's not a super popular law that goes gets put into place, right? It's not a mm-hmm, super mm-hmm. popular thing at that time. People who have slaves are using them as property and yep. they don't want to give up your property. That's like, you know, imagine if our if our if our cell phones became, I don't know, self-aware or whatever and we determined that everybody can no longer hold a cell phone as property. These are people or whatever. Like giving up whatever it is that you consider property and giving it an identity is mm-hmm. hard to let go of. Right, even though these people are not cell phones, obviously these are people we're talking right, about. Right, 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 right. But the men- the mentality was the same way. So knowing that it's not popular, messaging and like getting word out to people is not an easy thing in 1865. Right? There is no internet. There is no cell phone. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I don't even remember if there's Telegram at this point. There might have been like Telegram at that point, but I'm thinking almost everything was by courier. And, you know, and nobody wants to spread that word. So finally, it takes a number of years, but it gets into Texas. And, uh, you know, then then basically a revolt happens and they realize that they've they've been freed, essentially. And so they get it becomes a day. June 19th is a day that this that the slaves in, in Texas finally got word of what was going on and it opened up. 
So I all right, I, now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read it uh, directly from the website real quick. Juneteenth is the oldest holiday, oldest nationally celebrated <clears throat> commemoration of ending slavery in the United States, dating back to 1865. It was on June 19th that Union soldiers, led by Major General Gordon Granger, landed at Galveston, Texas, with news that the war had ended and the enslaved were now free. Uh, this was two and a half years after the emancipa Emancipation Proclamation, like I said. Uh, but basically, up until that point, they didn't have the strength. Uh, but with the arrival of generation, uh, General Granger's regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome the resistance. So there you go. Happy Juneteenth. It's about time we celebrated it across the nation. Boom. All right, cool. Boom. All right, let's get into today's program. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, I'm going to be putting on a free Dream Yard session. I've talked to very a, a lot of people. So check this out, Ham. June, I had this goal of doing 50 podcast shows, not business bro shows, me being right. a guest on 50 shows. Yeah. Um, I have completed or booked 23 shows so far, right? And that is super awesome. But I, it's cool because I get to talk to other podcasters. I get to see mm -hmm. how they operate. I get to see how their show flows. I get to, I get to, you know, understand. And it's funny because if I get a Zoom link. I'm having a conversation with right, with them, and I can literally tell them and their audience already the issues that are are that they're gonna have with Zoom, right? Like I, I'll tell the broadcaster, I'm like, look, this is why I think you should go to Streamyard. We get to do this and this and this, right? So we get to do movie clips, we get mm -hmm. to do video intros, video outros, just like you saw at the beginning of our show. And then I tell that podcast host, I'm like, look, I know, for example, you're on Zoom. Right, we're on a Zoom call right now, so I know when this is over, you're gonna have to download that video. You're gonna have to download that audio. That audio is not even an MP3 format, so you have to convert it to an MP3 format. Then once it's an MP3 format, you have to add in the intro, add in the outro, add in any mid segments. It's time consuming. It takes you can't handle the truth, right? And sometimes I feel like an a hole when I want somebody <laughs> else's show. But but the truth is the truth is that's a lot of time that it takes to be on a show right that to to put on a podcast the the fun part is this part where we get to talk to people and interview people and meet people right all that stuff is cool the post edit that's not the fun part that's the work part of this show right and so it is you know using so we take care of all that during the show. Right. We do it all during the show. It's already built into the program. And not just that, our show looks fully branded, 100% produced. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we've had a number of people on the program. I was right? about to say, yep. And, and what do they say at the end of the show? When we stop the cameras from recording, right? When we hit the end broadcast and we were saying, you know, hey, thanks again for coming on the show. What do they always, what have we heard like three or four times this week from our guests? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, they always say that this is probably that this is the best produced show that they've ever been on. They're always remarking on how professional it is. Uh they love the segments that we do. They love the movie clips that, that we throw in. Uh they recognize the branding. They see all these different things. And this is all stuff that you've learned over the past 490 some odd episodes. Man, where are we? 495, now? dude. 495. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I had to drop it. I had to use it. I was gonna be the first to one to drop it. that clip. <laughs> well done, well done, sir. Well done. No, dude, but but 495, right? We we went from audio only, right? Mm-hmm. To, to using Sling Studio to add in video so we can stream our video live to Facebook. Yep, yep. Right. And then COVID hit and we switched over to Zoom. Right. And then we went from Zoom to StreamYard and we took StreamYard to a whole new level. 
Hell so yeah. That's the whole point is I know there's a lot of podcasters out there. Some of you who are in business who are thinking about starting a podcast and you've never thought about doing anything. You're worried about editing. You don't know how to do that. You're worried about what are you going to say, how to cut up things in segments, all kinds of different stuff, you know, all that stuff. Thanks, Jeff. Exactly. And hopefully we're we're ready to level you up to to the next level. Start branding your, your stuff. Start adding, start adding your intro, your video intro, video outros, zinger logos, all kinds of cool stuff. But the, but the point is, if you have it segmented, if we show you how we do our show, how we can help you, like literally, let's say you, you're horrible at interviewing, you don't have the confidence yet, you don't know what questions to ask, but if I can design a show where all you do is push a button. And why do we fall, Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. And then you pick yourself up because the com the content is just built in for you. You do a segment, you walk through that person, that piece of that piece of content, whatever it is. You talk about it mm -hmm. with your guest, and then when you get stuck, you hit the next segment. You'll be ready to rock and roll. That's what we want to do for you. We want to make podcasting as simple as possible. Why? Because if you're in business, if you are trying to build a brand, maybe you're trying to build yourself up as a brand, then you need to put out content. First and foremost, you talk to people like Gary Vee. Gary Vee says you need to put out like 60 pieces of content. Well, how are you going to do that? Do you, are you going to walk around with a GoPro and then come back and edit your stuff? And you're going to... 60% of the time, it works every time. Right? And that's the whole point. Put out content. Put out content. So our theory is pretty simple. You get to use podcasting as your main source of content creation. This is where we take a long form piece of content, right? Whether it's a 30 minute conversation, a 20 minute conversation, a two hour conversation like the Joe Rogan show. And once we have all those content pieces, we can break them up into smaller little chunks. And then we throw those on Instagram and we throw those on, Twi on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, TikTok, wherever it is you want to go. And are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And the consistency of that, right? Well, your show could be entertaining. It could be awesome. It could be fun. And people are going to watch the whole thing or they're going to like little segments of your show, little clips of it. And it doesn't matter. The point is you're getting in front of more people, telling them what it is you do, and you're putting out content on a regular basis. That's what it's all about, dude. That is what it's all about. You're killing <clears> it too. <throat> and we were even talking about uh, starting another one. Oh, Ooh. yeah. So oh. I'm going to ask, and we're, we should just ask the audience. So we're thinking... When we started, when we started Business Bros, we really didn't have a specific plan in place, right? And it's become more of a, how many people can we meet and how many people can we network with? And, you know, let, let's expand and put out as much content as possible. Well, we've achieved that at almost 500 episodes. Uh, people are starting to recognize our brand. They know who we are. They, um, they connect with us. We'll see them in public and they're like, business bros. They have a little <laughs> bit of fun with us, right? It's always fun. So, you know, all those things are happening for us. We're, uh, we then created individual, uh, brands for ourselves. So I have my business bro logo, which is what you'll see on my Facebook page, my first personal Facebook page. You see the, uh, insurance bro logo, which is what James uses on his Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And so what we're mm -hmm. going to do is we're going to create a spinoff from our business bro show and we're going to create an insurance bro show. And we're going to, we're going to really fine tune and target this. So let me, let me help you guys out and hopefully you can kind of parallel with whatever you're thinking of doing for a podcast and uh, see where we go from here. So uh, I, we've spoken about monetizing the podcast in the past. I, I'm sure we, you know, if you listen to us, we talk about that quite a bit. Um, and the main 
pod, uh, the main uh, monetization strategy that almost every podcaster wants to go for, but it's not as easy to get to, is sponsorships, right? We want to have sponsors on our show. We've had some sponsors on the Business Brothers show, which is super awesome. Um, but because our focus isn't isn't specifically narrow, business is a wide you know, it's, it's huge, right? It can be almost anybody in business from you working on cars to you, you're baking to you're in, in personal finance, Fitness. all kinds of different things. Right. So it's, it's very wide, but what we're going to do with this new finance one with insurance, bro. Yeah. Finance, fitness, all kinds of different stuff. What we're going to do with this new show is we're going to focus directly into the insurance agency, right? We're going to be doing a show targeted to insurance agents with one specific thing in mind. We're going to be talking about pipeline insurance, but we're going to be talking with other agents about their own processes and what they're going. The objective mm -hmm. is very simple. We want to show him, we want to show off what our process is in our company. We want to recruit as many agents as possible. Agents who are currently working with like a state farm or an all state or, uh, or, you know, any of those exclusive companies. So if you guys don't know, when you sign up with one of those companies, when you buy one of those franchise, you can't sell any other products. So if you're a state farm agent, you can only sell state farm insurance. You cannot sell progressive. You cannot sell Geico. You can't sell any of these other things. You're that particular uh, agent and that's it. Right. So sometimes there are risks that those agents cannot write that State Farm just won't write. So what do they do with that business? They can refer out to someone else. So we want to either recruit an agent from a, from an existing agency to come to our agency or if they have work, the risk that they can't write, we want them to come and send that referral business to us. That's our, our main focus with this new uh, show that we're going to do. But we're so fine tuned in in targeting insurance agents and speaking about insurance and insurance products to help insurance agents become better agents, right? That we can now tell our specific sponsors, we can go out to the Hartford, we can go out to Safeco, mm -hmm. we can go out to Nationwide and say, look, we have an audience of nothing but insurance agents, the people that you want to go after. This is who we're, who we're coming after. This is our number of downloads. This is, this, is our, this is the people that we're talking to. So would you like to be a sponsor on our program? Now, with sponsors, that means there's revenue coming in. That is a plus, right? But this is, again, a concept that we learned from the business bros, speaking to other people, being in the industry of podcasting, that when we turn around and start a new show, when we do coaching with you guys to help develop your program, to uh, where we're going to set you guys up so that you are really focused in on what you want to be so that if you do want to go after things like sponsorships, you can with a detailed plan. You know exactly what you're going after. And it helps with your show, right? And and once speaking we have the show of, content... Go speaking ahead. of helping with your show, somebody has a question from the audience. How do you overcome speaking to yourself syndrome? Man, I speak to myself all the time. The question is, do you answer <laughs> yourself? <laughs> uh, does it mean I'm crazy if I do? Yeah, it does. No, I don't know. Damn. So, Jeff, uh, how do you overcome speaking to yourself syndrome? Uh, what do, I wonder what he means by that. What do you think? Is it like speaking? Um, I'm thinking it's like uh, where you're not necessarily speaking to an audience. You're just kind of speaking to yourself. Um, like on the podcast. I don't know, hype, hi, yeah, hyping yourself up and and maybe like, you're not just just reaching the audience. You're you're just like coaching yourself throughout this whole thing. So if if you're talking about you know 
being worried about doing a show by yourself. Maybe it's maybe it's that kind of doing by yourself. Jeff, if you're still on, uh, help me with some clarification. But I'm going to go with the assumption that you're going to be speaking on a show by yourself without anybody else on the show. So if I was to do a show like that, if I'm going to be the only one speaking on a particular segment, I would outline my shows um, so I have specific topics that I want to cover. So that I can hit those those content pieces. And if I was doing it today, if I was going to start a show all by myself, I would create individual uh, clips to segment into these types of content to the to these types of questions. So uh, just like when we do our show and we drop in the movie clip, we would drop in something like when we do Ham's insurance tips and just have the question pop up that we're going to be talking about. And there's two reasons why I would do it that way. One. It helps break up the uh, monotony of just me talking, right? That can get really boring really fast if there's one person speaking the whole time. Uh, maybe if it's for a quick, uh, you know, one or two minute pieces of information, maybe that's cool. But if you're going to be talking for a couple, you know, maybe 10 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, our attention span isn't that great. So if we use a clip to break in to uh, the, the next question, for example, that allows uh, the viewer to see something a little bit different. That allows the listener to, to know that we're having a transition. Uh, and so it, it'll break it up that way. Second reason why is for post edit. So when, when I believe that every time you have a long form piece of content, you should be chopping it up and repurposing it for your social media pages. Well, if you ever have to edit video, what you're going to see is if it's just you talking, it's hard to really scan through the video and see where you go from question to question, from section to section, from, you know, subject to subject. But if you have these video clips in there to break it up, it's really easy to visually see when you're editing when is going to be the next switch. And so you can cut pieces up really quickly and then put them on your social media pages. So that way you're getting just small sections, you know, 60 second sections or three minute sections or whatever it is. So you can post it on your, you know, your IG, your story, or you want to go to IGTV or something like that. So that's how I would personally do the uh, speak to yourself type thing. And, uh, and, and that way it gives you a little bit. The other thing is like breathe, right? You, you're talking <laughs> when you hit that clip, it's, you know, a little, you know, five second, 10 second, but it allows you to, you know, grab a drink of water real quick or, you know, uh, take a deep breath. And if you're doing these things live, then you're going to want a little, a little bit of a segment that way. Not well you. done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good, answer, good answer. That's another clip. That's another one we got to do, dude. That's another clip we got to do. That's a good That's one. another clip. All right. We're, speaking we're of clips. write that one down. Damn, I'm, I'm a fool. Why? You didn't have it up. Ooh, I didn't, you didn't, I didn't have banner? my I didn't have my, my banner ready is what I didn't have. Oh, but, uh, all right. Well, you can start talking. I'll, I'll I'll edit your banner while you talk. What's your what's your stuff? Gonna All be right. Today? It is homeowners versus a dwelling policy. Okay. On the surface, these two policies are very much alike. They cover the same types of property. Those are your single family homes or your multifamily properties up to four units. So single family, duplex, triplex, fourplex, any one of those. Homeowners policy, dwelling policy, cover the same thing. But there's one key difference that you're gonna want to be aware of. And that is the liability part. A homeowner's policy is intended for a, a property that's going to be owner-occupied, not one that would be rented out to a tenant. 
the liability portion of a homeowner's policy might exclude those properties leased to a renter. So if you bought a house and you lived in it for a while and then you kept the home but decided to rent it out to somebody else, you're going to want to make sure that you have a dwelling policy, sometimes referred to as a landlord protection policy, in place. If not, someone could get injured on your property and you could be up the creek. So talk to your insurance expert today. Make sure you have the right type of policy, whether you're living in your home or renting it out. That is Ham's Insurance Tip of the Day. Follow me on Twitter at InsuranceBroHam. And boom, shakalaka, just you like that. The man. So that is a classic example of a segment, right? That's what we're, think of it like, like radio shows that you would listen to on your way to work, drive time radio, or think of it like late night TV shows like Jimmy Fallon, or for those of you who are a little bit later, you know, you have a, who was the, who was the skunk head? What was his name? Jay Leno. And then, and then before oh, I was that was Rufio. Rufio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? Um, speaking of, of these segments too, and and preparing for for your podcast. So when we first started doing these Ham's Insurance Tip of the Day, like two weeks ago, I think yeah. it was like two weeks ago. It's pretty new. Uh, so when we first were doing them, I was just off the cuff, like, okay, this is what I'm going to talk about, and I would just you know wing roll it. with it. I would just yeah. wing it. Um, and I noticed with the clips that you sent me that man, I would drone on for like two minutes and it would take me forever to get the freaking point across. <laughs> so if you're out there preparing segments like this, it's definitely a good idea to just prepare, right? right. Instead of trying to wing it, actually have uh, something that you're going to talk about, have an outline. Uh, I personally like a script, so I will write myself out a full script and, you know, I might deviate a little bit from it here and there. Um, but, the script is there for me to, to read from, for me to uh, know exactly what I'm trying to say, when I'm trying to say it, how I'm trying to say it, because I prepared it ahead of time instead of trying to wing it. So, and, and so here's the other thing we're, we're talking about segments, right. And preparing for those segments. If you're creating small segments for your show, again, I wanted you to think of it like late night TV shows. When you see a late night TV show, when you have an interview, right, usually it's, um, it could be some actor, for example, that is gonna is about to have a movie that's gonna premiere, right? So Joaquin Phoenix is going on tour and he's going to all these late night TV shows and he's going to all these sitcoms. Why? Because Joker was coming out, right? And so mm -hmm. he's showing up to talk about his particular movie. Um, and you know, in some shows, it's very much we both sit on the couch and we talk. But then there's the fun shows, the ones that really get remembered. Those are like the Jimmy Fallon shows, where yeah, he sits on the couch and talks to him. But then there's another little segment where they're like beating each other up and asking questions. <laughs> and, you know, there's another segment over here where he does like a little bit of music stuff, right? There's there's different things that keep it entertaining. And you'll see that, uh, I mean, why, why reinvent the wheel? Why come up with something completely new? Just do what is already successful. Why is Jimmy Fallon so, so popular? Because most people don't watch the Jimmy Fallon show live. They come back and mm. watch all the little segments. They like the segment where they're slapping each other at the at you know on the on the table, like they say something or you know a truth or a lie, and then they grab this big foam hand and they like slap each other in the face, right? <laughs> like different fun goofy stuff. But when you're scrolling through your Facebook or you're scrolling through YouTube or whatever it is, 
those are the things that you find funny. And they're just, you know, a couple minutes of that segment. And he's having fun with the, with the guest, whoever he's interviewing in a different way so that it brings out a little bit of a funnier side of that particular person. So your segments don't have to necessarily be 100% scripted the way you wanted to, but you know, an outline. So in our show, we started implementing two truths and a lie. And it's just a different way of getting information from the interviewee uh, that's that I might not get in a normal Q and A. They're going to share with me, uh, with well, James and I. They're going to share things with us that we may never have even thought to talk about. And so we get, you know, two truths and a lie, and it's kind of fun. We get to choose which one's a lie, and sometimes we get it right, sometimes we get it wrong. But it opens up dialogue in other areas that bring a different dynamic and a different life uh, to to the show. So having I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what other segments you come up with too. We're, oh, I'm going to be coming up, uh, you know, and kudos to the wife, right? Because she's yep. drama. She's helping me come up with a lot of these different segments. Um, and we're going to come Rosa, up with a bunch you of rock. them. Yep. And we're going to come up with a bunch of them and we're going to be sharing them with you guys. It's going to be part of our coaching program to help sit down with you and map out a show that's fun, entertaining, and has a high production value so that your show is, you know, higher up in quality than everybody else's show when they get started. You're just going to want to do it the way the business bros do it. Hands down. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so how was your week this week, Cam? It's Friday, Reflection Friday. Or All right. like we say it in the Justice League, fuck yeah Friday. Reflection Friday, fuck yeah Friday, either way. Um, I did not do as well this week. Uh, three out of my five days... My one thing did not get done. Mm. So not a great week. Um, what I did do was record the orientation stuff that I wanted to. That I already scripted it. I felt like that was the easy part. Uh, the things that did not get done had to do with the course that I'm trying to create on the new website. Mm. So... Yeah. Well, I feel you. I, I, I'm about the same way. I'm about a 60 percenter on my week this week. I took a hard left, I guess, during the week, um, mainly because I went to set up some people's stream yards. Right. I, I went to set up uh, Keller Williams stream yard. I went to set up uh, IQ podcast. I helped them out with set up their stream yard. And as I was talking to other people on their podcast about stream yard, it shifted my whole uh, coursework on helping people start their podcast. So um, in the middle of the week, I was like, okay, everything I'm doing isn't going to be as easy or as beneficial to the get to, uh, to our coaching clients. I'm going to, sh- I'm going to change it around because I need to structure something that is very, very much user-friendly and very, and very easy to do. So, um, my so week, funny. I guess ended somewhere around Wednesday and I took a hard left and revamped everything from, you know, what my sales cycle is going to look like and what my, uh, what, what my landing pages are going to look like and how I'm going to restructure and what, what the team is that I'm putting together to help implement a lot of these strategies. Um, and so, you know, it, you're right. I had a, I had a plan this week and it didn't pan out. Um, but it's not a bad thing because it's it's just a different direction. Here's a question for you: Are you using any kind of a annual, quarterly, or monthly planner? No, no. So I saw your your um, one of the emails that you sent out to the team, and it had the vivid vision. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I haven't still done that, and, and that's one of the things that I think is is holding me back. And and it's funny because. 
uh, I keep telling myself the thing that that's stopping me is I don't have time. And yet that's the reason why I don't is because I'm not as focused as I should be. Right. It's like a catch 22. I don't have time to set up my goals. Well, that's why you don't have time because you're all over the freaking place because you haven't set up those goals. <laughs> right. It's, so, it's like a catch 22. And so the great thing about so, setting uh, setting up those types of goals is when you know what your annual goal is, it's OK if your weekly goals change as long as you're still going on after the monthly goals and the quarterly goals that are all trying to get you to your annual goals. Right. So, right, so I, I guess I guess in that case, I do have annual. I just don't have quarterly and monthly. So because I mean, it's part it's just of a matter my, of breaking my week sheet on my board. I know it's part of my week sheet on my board. And for me, I mean, I have my three 2020 goals up there um, uh-huh. and and read I, I about, do work about. towards them. Uh, 10K per month from PTSD to SEI, uh, complete the backyard remodel and 10 funnels, each earning 1K per month. So, so how could that, you break that's, those that's down? Podcasting. How could you break those down quarterly? Like what things would you would would you need to get done? Because we're coming up here. Uh, July first is half the, the year's over. Half the year's over. That's beginning of Q three, right? So right. <clears throat> in Q three and Q four, what do you need to get done in order to get you closer to those annual goals? Yes, that's where I got to sit down. Right, right. You got to sit way- down. I so, have to do that. I have to do that because what I've what been, I've been doing, doing uh, let me tell you, uh, what I've been doing is taking the first of the month off. I don't hmm. do any insurance work. I don't do any anything else except plan my month. And this one is going to be planning my quarter. So that's that's my whole day is focused on what does the rest of my quarter look like what does my what does my month look like and then of course you know i'm uh hopefully already doing my my weekly planner in that case but it's all so that i know okay these are the things that i need to get done in the next three months these are the things that i want to get done the next three months all right so in order to get to that three month goal in july what do i want to get done and then week by week, okay, so in order to get these things done in July, the first week of July, I need to get this done. So in July, it's funny. The only thing I'm thinking about in July is the chronological order of the Marvel, <laughs> the Marvel Movie Marathon. <laughs> yes! <laughs> by the way, for those of you out there, uh, so we will 3rd, be uh, streaming 4th, that somehow. Yeah, we'll, we'll do something like that. We'll we'll check out our story. We're gonna be streaming. We're gonna be watching all the movies over a three day period. James has a schedule already set up. It's coming right around the corner, dude. We're, we're almost starting at, the end of June at eight a.m. Friday and ending at eleven thirty Sunday. It's gonna be one hell of a ride for the MC uh, for the oh, MCU, yeah. dude. Looking forward so. to it. It's going to be a fun one. So right now, that's that's what I got on my July calendar. But no, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, and I haven't I haven't planned quarterly like I should, uh, monthly like I should. I take my annuals, the three annual goals, and then when I look at my week plan, I have the three things that I need to break down for the week, and I make one of them for each. And that's not mm-hmm. hasn't been as effective as 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 I could have been. And I think if I break it down that way to the quarterly and the monthly, I will I will be more efficient in my weekly three goals. Um, and then even more efficient in, in completing them with a purpose, right? Cause, yeah. cause 
I mean, at the very least, I'm doing my one thing, right? I have my one thing to complete every day and it's, and it's been beneficial. It's pushing me in a forward direction, but I can fine tune that and really narrow in on those coordinates in that direction that I want to go in. If I do that for the month and the, and the quarter, it's the blueprint, man. It's the blueprint. It's the navigation. It's like you take a turn, you know, right at that buoy and that's going to get you, you know, okay. So uh, one thing that I learned in the Navy is when we're coming into the harbor, we get a special pilot to take the ship through the harbor because if they deviate from the course just a little bit, they'll run into the sand. Yeah, right? that would suck. That would suck on a freaking carrier. So that's <laughs> what you're doing, man. You're getting that special pilot in there to tell you, okay, when you get to this, turn right here. And then when you get to this marker, turn this way. Dude, see, I've been doing it all wrong. I gotta, I gotta do this one, right? I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> I love it. I, you love that clip, dude. You, you sent me that text. You're like, you gotta get that one. <laughs> you gotta get that one. You gotta get that one. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, ladies and gents, it's the end of the week. Friday. Friday. Have a safe weekend. Get ready for uh, Monday. Can't wait to see you guys on Monday. And uh, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.